Welcome to Slight Reliability. Learning SRE one day at a time. I'm Stephen Townsend. Hello and welcome back to Slight Reliability. I'm Stephen Townsend and this is the show where we learn SRE one day at a time. Today, doing something a little different. Uh, those of you who've been listening since my previous podcast, Performance Time, will know that about not quite two years ago, I started suffering from some physical uh, symptoms relating to anxiety. I had this thing in my vision which wouldn't go away. It turned out to be fluid behind my retina, uh, which is not good. can lead to permanent vision damage. And that took about three months to heal, which is what the optometrist said it would take. But they did give me a warning that if I didn't get my stress levels under control, then it could continue and maybe, as I said, cause permanent damage. And then about four, three or four months later, directly after coming back from a holiday, I came back to to work and I had a a complete burnout. Um, I was unable to sleep for days on end. Uh, I was just in constant panic mode. And for me, anxiety is a very physical thing. I don't even necessarily know, realize it's happening in my mind that the, these thoughts are happening. It's more about the feeling in my body, which is kind of hard to describe. It's like there's a sort of beep sort of energy all the time. You can feel the adrenaline in your body constantly. Uh, it's, it's very intense and it, it can last for a long time. Now, I haven't gone back to that place, but I remember talking about anxiety back then and realizing that this was actually just part of who I am. It's not something I can just cure and it just goes away. It's not how it works. It's something you live with and deal with and manage. So about a week ago, or maybe two weeks ago, I started experiencing some of those symptoms again. So I had one night where I couldn't sleep till about three in the morning. Luckily, I had some sleeping pills left over from the last time that this happened uh, so I took half a pill and they helped me get off to sleep but and I'm sleeping okay now but the vision things come back so I've got this floating thing in one of my eyes it's exactly the same as it was before and I'm not as anxious and worried about that as I was last time because I, I've been through this and I know what's going on but at the same time I'm I don't know disappointed in myself for letting myself get back to this place so I thought I'd share that and give an update on that and I've been trying to figure out what are the conditions which have led to this what are the things that I'm not very good at coping with and for some reason for me it's work which is the thing which drives my stress and anxiety rather than my personal life and I don't know why that is I don't think I'm one of those people that takes their work home and I'm obsessed with it all the time I switch off after work but when I'm at work I take it very seriously and it's very important to me to feel like I'm contributing doing something meaningful I'm seeing improvement and I'm part of something which is is moving forward and progressing and that's something I've learned recently about myself that's actually incredibly important to me if I feel like I'm stagnating then I start freaking out to a degree so I think that's what's been happening uh, for a number of reasons 
which I won't necessarily go into, and I'm doing something about it. So I, I do have, not today, but I have an announcement. I am going to be taking a new role, something which is probably going to have a, a, quite a positive impact on this podcast, but I'll talk about that uh, soon when the time is right. But I wanted to reflect today about things that are outside of the control of SRE. Because SRE, I think, as a discipline, it works when the organization is ready for it. So I thought I'd discuss some ideas around that, things that have been in my mind recently. Because as you have probably seen from my posts and from some of these episodes, I've been thinking a lot about organizations and agility and team and culture, sort of bigger ticket items rather than the nitty-gritty SRE technical stuff. Because I've been led to that, because I'm like, well, this SRE stuff we're doing is still very well, but I can see opportunities that are more important right now in the organization than, you know, these very specific SRE disciplines. So the first thing is that SRE, I think, absolutely depends on the organization valuing reliability. And there are symptoms and conditions of that. So one of them is an organization, I think, needs a reasonably significant investment in operational expenditure, you know. So spending money to improve and run the things that they already have. Whereas an organization which has a lot of capital expenditure on the new shiny new fancy things isn't going to value the world of reliability nearly as much. So that can become a, an obstacle to getting buy-in, to making real change, if all of the priority and focus is on the new stuff all the time. The second thing I've been thinking about, and it isn't an obstacle to SRE, but I think SRE shines when there is real scale in terms of the transactional volume going through services and systems. That's huge, because then there's a necessity. When you've got hundreds of microservices everywhere, uh, and you suddenly realize, wow, just to operate these things, we have to completely change the way we do things and continually get better at it. That forces you down a path, if not SRE, SRE or whatever you want to call it, some kind of improvement in the world of the way you operate it. Now, in an organization, which it may be big, but if there's not a lot of high volume transactions going through any of their services, there isn't that desperate need to improve, to change, to do things differently. The third thing is, every book that I've read, every story that I've heard from successful organizations tells me that in the digital era, successful organizations take big complex problems and break them up into smaller chunks. Problems that ideally an individual team can solve, can create a solution for and operate it. That's the ideal, and that seems to be a recipe for success. Now, when that occurs, you start inevitably creating decoupled architectures, and there's a lot of sprawl, because there are lots of decoupled components. And once that happens, then in order to operate them, in order to observe and monitor them, the necessary principles become more important than ever. If you have more traditional, big, coupled, monolithic systems, there isn't that same desperate need again to jump in 
and do those SRE practices that we talk about. I guess what I'm getting at with that one is that until you are at the point where you are starting to break up those big monolithic systems into manageable chunks, then the SRE stuff is great, but it's not as important as doing that. Because that is the key, I think, to being able to keep up with the pace of change and the complexity of that digital era. The fourth point's probably around culture. And when I'm talking about culture, I'm not talking about fluffy stuff. I'm talking about, it's, there's so many aspects to culture that I can barely begin to, to cover them. Things such as servant leadership. So the leaders focusing on empowering the people who work for them to bring out the best of them, to make sure that they are achieving the vision for the company, but also achieving the best of themselves as well. Uh, having sort of self-autonomous teams who build and operate and care about what they're doing, uh, bridging that gap between business and technology and customer to have it all together. So it's not separate entities having handoffs and miscommunication having clear communication and that doesn't necessarily mean more communication sometimes it means less making sure that some teams don't talk to each other and if they are talking to each other it means there's a problem we haven't set up the service in a clear way or something else is going wrong that we need to fix because if there's just everyone talking to everyone all the time it's overwhelming and there's no clarity there's no priority or knowing you know what to deal with and all the noise it becomes unplanned work and a mental burden maybe the fifth point is about cognitive load so having teams who have a scope of work which is within the individual and team cognitive load to hold on their minds because as we are in the digital age there is so much complexity there is no way that any individual or even a team of people can understand an entire enterprise or even a significant chunk or even a small chunk of an enterprise. So what is a reasonable f amount of stuff which a team can cope with and still have space to be thinking for the future, be thinking about other things around that, being able to improve, identify new opportunities as well. There needs to be enough space for that to organically happen. I know even for this podcast, this is particularly conversational today. And I wanted to make the point that why am I talking about these things and how does this relate to anxiety? And here's the thing. There's something about me and my personality at the moment. Maybe it's a maturity thing. When I read all of these books and I'm learning these ideas and I'm trying to figure out how can I can apply them in a really complex organization and realizing I don't know how to, I, I freak out. I get really worked up. I, it's, it's frustrating and that all spills over into anxiety and worry and stress, which sounds ridiculous to say back that this could affect me so much, but that's kind of what's been happening. It's been like a, a complete situation in my mind right? It could be completely possible if I was a different person to just say, look, water off a duck's back, you know, it's great to know these things, but figure out what is within my control to change and focus on that. But I'm not able to do that right now for whatever reason. So anyway, I'm all good. Obviously I've got this eye thing. I just need to chill out for a few months. It'll go away again. 
I'll get on with my life. Things will be good. Uh, as I said, I'm taking a new role soon, and the expectation is it's probably going to be lower stress, uh, more creativity, and like I said, hopefully a very positive impact on this podcast. So I look forward to announcing more about that uh, when the time comes. I will say, though, that something about SRE has led me to think about the bigger picture. Like I said, how do organizations deal with the complexity of the digital era? How do we create autonomous teams of people who enjoy their work and are contributing to the vision of the company? How do we deal with the scale of an organization as it grows and starts to speed up? How do we achieve agility and not agile with a capital A, which every organization in the world claims to do, but there's actually no agility. And when I'm talking about agility, I mean actually reducing the time between finding an opportunity and then putting it in production that time, not doing agile. That's fascinating to me. I look forward to reading more about that. And I think maybe there is a pathway in my career in the distant future to be looking at that, how to help organizations to achieve that, delivering sooner, safer, and happier, uh, to quote one of my favorite books. Anyway, that's all from another episode of Slight Reliability. I'll be back next week with some more content. Uh, I've been looking at the State of DevOps report, and there's some stuff in there around SRE. I've read another book called Team Topologies. I want to talk about that as well, and hopefully some more interviews coming soon as well. Hope you all have a good week, and I'll see you next time.